to Christy's Bits of Wisdom podcast. I'm your host, Christy. My goal is to help you start your mornings off right by sharing a short story or a parable that will motivate and encourage you to live your best life with God. By using the infinite wisdom found in His Word, you truly can live a life of happiness and peace in Christ. I'm leaving proof. I hope you'll stick around and subscribe. Also, if you like what you hear, please share with your friends and family so they can scoop up some bits of wisdom for themselves. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of the podcast. Today is Monday, August 2nd, and uh, I can't believe that the summer is almost over. July flew by. Actually, this whole year is flying by. Um, It's been a while since I did an episode. I think about maybe three weeks now, or two at least, I know, maybe three. Um, I don't know what happened. I guess I just kind of... I started this podcast for one reason, and um, I don't know, I'm not seeing any growth, I'm not seeing, I mean, I have a few subscribers, but you know, my views aren't up, I've just been feeling really um, a little bit, sort of like, uh, down about it, a little bit sad about it, because you know, I have, I have, um, I feel like God has given me messages to put out to people, um, but it seems like no one's listening. Um, and that that hurts me uh, because I just want to tell people about the goodness of God. I want to tell people what He can do for them in their lives. And um, there just seems like there's not much of an audience for that. Um, and then I have... I know I see so many people who are living these evil lives and and putting out this evil stuff every day and uh those seem to be the ones who prosper and I know that you know Job asked the Lord why um I think it was Job you know why did the wicked prosper um but anyway that's a whole it's a whole other topic for another day <laughs> but you know I'm just hoping that that there's somebody listening who who will benefit from the things that I've been through were the things that God gives me to to say on this little podcast. Um, I don't even know who else listened, but you know, if you're listening, I hope it helps you. Um, today I want to talk about. I want to title this one "Fiery Darts and Little Foxes." <laughs> I know I have the oddest titles to my to my podcast, but that's okay. Um, I don't know if you've all heard of like in the Bible, you know, when it talks about fiery darts and how the enemy. Um, you know, throws them at us, and then how the little foxes spoil the vine. So that's what I'll be talking about today. Um, when I was little, I remember um, my mom one time in particular, and she had she was trying to light a cigarette, <laughs> and she burned her finger with her lighter. And I don't know how in the world she managed to do that, but she did. Um, and when she did, she said a bad word. She said a curse word. Um, my mom didn't know the Lord, and uh, so she pretty much, you know, just said and did whatever she felt like. Whatever came to her lips, that's what came out of her mouth. <laughs> and, um, you know, so, but I remember at that time thinking, ha, oh, well, it served you right <laughs> to burn yourself, you know, while you're trying to light up a cigarette because you shouldn't be smoking in the first place, um, you know, because it's not good for you, but 
that's neither here nor there. And um, I hope if you smoke, you don't get offended, um, you know, how I feel about it. I just never did like it. It always smothered me and choked me. But if you do it, you know, that's you and that's whatever you do. I don't judge people. <laughs> except my mom. <laughs> but anyway, um, she would do the same thing whenever she would, uh, like she would stub her toe. I remember one time she stubbed her toe on the, on the bed, um, post and, um, or if she dropped something, she would just, she would just say a cuss word. She would just say ugly words. Um, and the reason she did that is because all of those little things that would happen like that, um, they would upset my mom and to the point of cursing and uh, that would put her in a bad mood and seem like that bad mood would last for the rest of the day um but as an adult um I, you know when I was a kid I wondered I was like why you know why is she why does she get so upset why does she take it so serious but um as an adult I find that sometimes things can easily upset me too not to the point of cursing because I would never do that um because you know as a child of God you know, I don't believe it's right to, to say any kind of foul language or any kind of bad words. Um, but sometimes when things happen, it it can change my entire attitude and put me in a terrible mood. Um, and I want to talk about what happened this past Friday. There were four things that happened to me in particular <laughs> in succession <laughs> that I just couldn't believe. I was like, what in the world is going on? Um, and each of those things seemed to only compound my aggravation, um, to the point that I, w I was in a bad mood and it wasn't even noon yet. <laughs> it was like, I remember looking at the clock, it was 1147 and I thought, gosh, it's not even noon yet. And all this stuff's already happened. Um, I was out and about, well, let me start at the beginning. I actually had a doctor's appointment on Friday. At, they told me to be there at 1045. My appointment was at 11. They had called and literally confirmed with me the day before. And uh, so I kept my trip to West Virginia short and I came back early um, for that doctor's appointment that I had forgotten about. Um, so I showed up at you know, 1045, and they couldn't find me on the list. It was this whole big deal. They couldn't find me, and uh, she said that they had changed my appointment, but that no one had called to tell me. Um, anyway, so when I left there, I actually left there laughing about it. I thought it was like, oh, good grief. It was because it was really, it was actually the second time that that had happened at that same particular doctor's office, so I was like, good grief, you know, so I left there laughing. I called my friend Myrtle, and told her about it, and um, we were laughing, and I said, well, I'll just go do my other errands, and uh, so when I left, I came down off of the hill where the hospital is, because the hospital in the town I live in sits up on a hill, and um, when I got to the bottom of the hill, the, my light was red, so I stopped. When my light turned green, a tow truck carrying two cars came flying through his red light. He actually ran his red light and almost hit me. Um, so I slammed on my brakes and blew my horn. And when I did, he looked up at the light to see that it was red. So then, um, a couple more things happened that I won't bore you with the details. But anyway, all four, you know, each of those things in and of themselves weren't huge deals. I mean, it was, you know, not good that I almost got hit in the front end. But, but you know, I didn't like, 
I didn't get upset and scream at him or, you know, like do anything to him about it. I was just, I said, thank you, Lord, that you spared me from that accident. I was actually tried to see it from the other side instead of getting mad at that guy, which he should have been paying attention. <laughs> um, I tried to see it as, you know, God spared me and um, I was just thankful that I didn't get hit. Uh, but anyway, after the fourth thing happened, I thought I still I still needed to go to Walmart and the dollar store. But I decided that I was just going to cut short my errands and head home and get along with God and pray. Um, because when I started feeling irritated, I knew that I needed to go to him and let him help me. Because I thought, you know, if I encounter one more person, let's say I went to Walmart and maybe somebody was even a little bit rude or maybe said something they shouldn't have I was afraid that it would cause me to act in a way that that wouldn't be um, a good representative of the Lord and um, so I just didn't want to take out you know my irritations or aggravations on anybody else so I just came home and I prayed and I asked the Lord to help me so um when I was coming through the woods, I always take the shortcut through the woods. It's literally the the, the back roads here in Tennessee. <coughs> Excuse me. It's literally the woods. And um, <clears throat> so I started praying. I asked God, I said, God, you know, why are all these things happening in the succession like this? Little things that, that you know, all together have gotten me upset so easily. <clears throat> because by the time the fourth thing had happened... Um, you know, I was I was feeling upset, and uh, I felt the Lord lead me to the passage of Scripture in Ephesians six sixteen, where Paul talks about the fiery darts of the wicked, and and how that we must take up the shield of faith in order to quench them. And um, when I got home, I looked up. You know, I like to do like um, I like to look up where words like what words mean in other um, languages and how they got their start and. And all that, and so I looked up the word darts. The Greek word for darts is bellows, b e l o s, and its translation means missile or artillery. And um, and I thought, wow, you know, that's just like Satan. That's what he does. He sends his missiles, however small they are, um, to try to use and get us upset. Now. If just one of his missiles hits us, they might not do too much damage um, in the way of, you know, causing us to become upset. For example, when I went in the doctor's office, um, I felt, you know, a little bit irritated when I was standing there, but I just kind of laughed it off and I went on. Um, so that missile wasn't enough. So see, the enemy saw that. He was like, wow, well, you know, that didn't get her upset, so i got to do something else. <laughs> um, and so when the driver of the tow truck ran the red light, um, I became a little bit more upset and scared um but i prayed and i thank god like i said you know that he didn't hit me um so those were two fiery darts you know that had struck me suddenly and um there was two more waiting on me <laughs> so when that didn't get me upset you know to the point of me like being trying to be mean to the tow truck driver whatever the enemy was like hmm, i gotta do something else uh so <clears throat> you know when when i got up that morning um, the enemy, he, he knew what he was doing when he launched his attack at me. Um, of course, any enemy who's worth his salt always has his plan of attack ready, topped up before he goes into the battle. I mean, that's just what he does. You know, he, he's, he plans out what he's going to do to every one of us every day, and he plans his attacks. Um, but as Christians, we need to have our plan of attack in place, too. And um, we need to be aware that 
fiery darts will be thrown at us each and every single day. Um, because the enemy of God, Satan, he is not playing games with God's children. He hates us. He he literally hates us. And he wants to take us to hell. And um, we have something that Satan can never have. We're saved by the blood of Jesus. And we're on our way to our eternal home with the Father. And um, that's something that, that Satan forfeited in the beginning of time because of jealousy and pride. You know, he fell from heaven because because of pride. And so what does he do to us? Well, he tries to get us to fall every single day by sending battles and trials to us. Um, and I got to thinking about these little fiery darts, you know. The big, the big battles and the big trials, they're easy to spot. And so when they come our way, we know what to do. We run to God in prayer. I mean... You know, you let a doctor tell you that you have a disease, <laughs> you'll drop to your knees and you'll seek God. And um, that's just what we do when those big battles come. Or you let your employer, you know, tell you that your job no longer needs you. Honey, you'll cry out to God in that very instant and ask him for help because you you carry the, you know, you carry the responsibility of a house payment, a car payment, you know, your children, yourself, your bills and all that. And um, you'll go to God in prayer and, and you'll beg for help. Um but you let the little small fiery darts of aggravation come to you one at a time. Um, and instead of recognizing them, sometimes we might just let them go because they are so small. Um, but, but they are so small that we don't really maybe see them at the moment. Um, like in that moment, we might not see it. We know that it causes us to get aggravated, but we're so busy with our day that we just go on. And then each one compounds and compounds and just adds up. You know, it just layers and layers. Um, so what we do, instead of recognizing them, we'll just try to deal with them ourselves. And um, we just allow them to hit us. And we go on about our day instead of directly turning to God and asking for help in that, in that moment when we should. <clears throat> you know... Like like I tried to do on Friday, you know, when those four things happened, I said, God, you know, i got to go home. i got to get with you. i got to pray. i got to have you help me. Um, but because, like, I I just think about it like, thing, you know, the enemy brings things that he tries to get us, get get things under our skin, so to speak. He just tries to get up in our skin. Um, and he uses these things to get us so aggravated that we, Sometimes we can't even seem to get a prayer through if we let it go on long enough. But 1 Peter 5, 8 tells us that we have to be sober and vigilant because our adversary, Satan, walks around like a roaring lion trying to find somebody to devour. Um, now, that doesn't always mean he's going to do something so huge that you'll immediately recognize it as him. Um, because... A lot of times, like I said, you know, he does slide in with those little irritations, such as mix up at the doctor's office and, you know, the man that almost hit me and the woman at the post office and things like that. And those those things are, are what's known as little foxes. Um, Song of Solomon 2.15 tells us that the little foxes spoil the vine. And those are things that come in unnoticed and wreak havoc. And if we don't rid our vineyards of them as soon as we spot them, then they'll continue to run rampant, rampant and cause destruction. And um, one of the ways that they can cause harm is through our behavior. 
um, and when I was hit with those four fiery darts on Friday, I could have I could have behaved um, in two different ways. I could have stayed silent, um, like I always pray and ask the Lord to help me do. <laughs> it don't always work out like that, but I do pray. Or I could have become outraged um, at what was coming at me, you know, out of the blue. And, um, you know, I'm happy to say that, that although I did get irritated um, on Friday, I did keep my lips guarded so that I wouldn't sin against God and ruin my witness as his child because I don't ever want people to say, oh, well, look at her. There she goes running her mouth. I thought she was a Christian. I thought she was a representative of Christ. And, um, you know, I just don't ever want to do that. I don't ever want to cause him shame or bring reproach on him or his name. Um, so, like I said, you know, I went to him straight away in prayer and asked for his help. Um, because without without the Lord, I am hopeless <laughs> when it comes to dealing with the enemy. I'm just hopeless and helpless. Um, and the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 10, 3-5, that even though that we live in the flesh, we do not war in the flesh. Because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. You know, we don't, like, if I get, let's say, for example, you know, I go out here and I get in a fight with somebody, an actual physical fight, then the weapons of my warfare are carnal. You know, I'm fighting <laughs> physically, but we don't fight the enemy in our flesh. Um, Paul the Apostle said that we are to pull down the strongholds that the enemy has on us by casting down everything that exalts itself against God. And we're to bring every thought into captivity and to the obedience of Christ. And that's very powerful. Um, we have to recognize what the enemy is trying to do. You know, we have to, to recognize that he's trying to get us upset. And then we have to take that into captivity. Um, and those thoughts, you know, those thoughts of aggravation and irritation, we got to bring that into captivity and to the obedience of Christ. So the takeaway for this episode is um, that there's going to be a, a lot of things that happen every day uh, that cause us to become aggravated. Things like, you know, um, like stubbing our toe like my mom. <laughs> um, having somebody be rude to us. Uh, almost getting into accidents. Um, you know, having financial crisis come sometimes. Um, just things like that. You know, some of those are huge and some are small. But the enemy will use every single one of them. Um, to try to cause us to sin and forget to go to God if we let him. And that's if, only if we allow him. Because the devil can't do to us any more than what we allow or what God allows. You know, it's up to us to set those boundaries. You know, we have to set boundaries, um, our, our fence, you know, our property lines. Those are our boundaries. You know, the doors of our homes, that's boundaries that people can't just come in. And we have to set boundaries too for the enemy. Um, to where he can't come in. He's not welcome here. He can't just walk in, you know. So so, so we have to, um, it's up to us. So today, I just want you to think about every little thing that happens. Uh, that Don't let him get you so twisted up inside that you forget to pray. And don't let the fiery darts um, upset you to the point of sinning by talking back to somebody who's been rude to you or by giving an ugly look or, you know, just honking a horn or whatever. You know, I did that a couple weeks ago. This guy was tailgating me and I tapped my brakes and I was like, hey, you know, go ahead and hit me. I didn't really mean that. I didn't want the guy to hit me, but, you know, I was trying to show him, get off my tail. Don't tailgate me. I shouldn't have done that. I should have just kept on going, you know, and not even tapped on my brakes, whatever. Um, 
but we we just we have to stay on guard because the devil is not playing games. He's really not playing games. This is serious. He's playing for keeps and 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 keeps is eternity. That's that's eternal. Eternal keeps. Once we take our last breath, once we die, we're going to one of two places. We're either going to heaven to live a life with God eternally, or we're going to go to hell. And there's no two ways about it. I mean, that's just it. You're going to go to heaven or hell. And whatever you do on this earth, you know, whatever we do, whatever, whatever, whatever seeds that we sow, we're going to reap that. If we sow to the flesh, we're going to reap of the flesh. We're going to reap corruption and destruction. And eternal damnation. But if we sow to the Spirit, you know, we're going to reap, we're going to reap heaven. So, anyway, that's all I have for today. And uh, I'm sorry I've been gone for a while, but I'm back now. And I'm only going to do these Monday, Wednesdays, and Friday instead of five days a week. But I will see you guys on Wednesday.